Spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com A Gospel Journey. Trouble sometimes are here, filling in hearts with fear. Freedom we all hold dear, now is that stay. Humble your heart to God, saves from the trashing rock. Seek the way, pilgrims try, Christians away. for you, we would not be here. We open our eyes this morning, God, 
because you gave us the strength to open our eyes. We were able to rise because you gave us strength in our limbs and the facilities of our body. We were able to get here, God, because you blessed us and brought us the way of safety and did not allow harm to come to us, Lord. We're grateful to again come into your presence because we know where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And as we come before you today, have your way, Lord. Let flesh be crucified, that you might be glorified, that your people might be edified in the name of Jesus. For God in you is life. And that's what we seek, God, life, eternal life, God. We pray, O oh God, today that you will touch every person that have come seeking you, Lord. Bind the hand of the devil, God. Rebuke the hand of the enemy, Lord. God, let your anointing that resonates in this place even now. God, let there be an outpouring on your people. We need you, God, to take us to another level in you, Lord. God, we're faced with demonic forces, God. Evil spirits have come up against us, Lord, and we need to be fortified with your power. God, we can't make it on our own strength, God. We don't have enough to stand on, Lord. But we know, God, that your joy is our strength. Fill us up on today in the name of Jesus. Somebody have come this morning burdened down, God, with the issues of life, God. Somebody, God, is in the battle of their life. Somebody's God, fighting in their mind and in their spirit, Lord, where the devil have come in to war against them, Lord. But we thank you, God, because we know greater are you that's within us than he that is within this world, God. We know, God, that you are a deliverer, Lord, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you're no short of your promise, Lord, and you're able to deliver us, Lord. Touch us on today, Lord. We need you like never before. Fill us up with the Holy Ghost, God, and give us a refilling, Lord, that when we leave here today, Lord, huh? we can leave with your anointing, Lord, huh? that as we meet men and women, boys and girls, huh? they might be converted to know who you are, Lord. Huh? In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Huh? We thank you because you are a healer. Huh? You're the God that healeth thee, huh? and healing is in your wings, huh? and you're able to touch our feeble bodies. Huh? You're able to save our troubled souls, huh? and in the name of Jesus, huh? bind every demon, Lord, huh? every demonic force, Lord. Huh? God, that comes to keep us uh, in the same place, Lord. Uh, we're willing, God, to surrender uh, and say yes to your will, Lord. Uh, we're willing to turn our lives, God, uh, over into your hands, Lord. Uh, because we come to the place, God, uh, where we realize like never before, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, more than anything we know, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, while men are trying to find, God, uh, solutions to this chaotic world, God, uh, we're looking to you. Lord, because we know for every right desire, there is an answer. And Jesus, you're that answer. There's no need for us, God, to turn hither or thither, Lord. We need but to look for you, Lord, because you're the answer, God, for our troubled lives, Lord. Touch on the day, God. Break every yoke, God. Save on the day, God. Deliver on the day, God. Jesus, we need you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. 
We need you, Jesus. We're crying out to you, Lord. We know that you're able to save our souls. We know that you're able, God, to heal our bodies, Jesus. We know that you're able, God, to turn our situations around. Jesus, no other help we know. No other help we know. No other help we know, God. You're able, Jesus, to deliver our children. You're able, Jesus, to save the unsaved husband. You're able, Jesus, to heal the cancer patient. Nothing too hard for you, Jesus. No other God we know. We know that you're able, Jesus. We know that you're able, Jesus. We say yes to your will, God. Yes to your way, Lord. Have your way, Jesus. And we'll thank you for it. And we'll give your name the praise. And we'll bless you, Lord. Yes, we thank you, Lord. And we bless your holy name. Come on, open your mouth and give the Lord some praise. My friends, as you prepare your hearts and minds to receive this prayer, know that it carries the promise of immeasurable blessings, divine protection, and deliverance, all tailored for the month of November. This isn't just a prayer. It's a spiritual key to unlock God's abundant treasures for you in this month. Each word, each plea, is drenched in faith and hope, specifically channeling God's grace for the unique days that November brings. By making a commitment to listen to this prayer daily, no matter where you are, be it at home or in your car, during your commute, or in moments when you are alone. You are making a conscious choice to be surrounded by God's love and promises, to walk under His covering and to experience His mighty hand of deliverance. Imagine beginning each day of November with a heart full of expectancy, knowing that you're not walking alone, but you are guided, guarded, and blessed by the Almighty God such as the power of consistent prayer. And so, I earnestly encourage you, make this prayer your daily companion. Let its words resonate within you, fueling your faith and strengthening your spirit. Embrace the blessings that God has in store for you. Lean into His protective care and experience deliverance from all that binds or seeks to hinder you. November with its days of transition and transformation, is your month of victory, with this prayer as your shield and sword. Step into it with confidence, joy, and an unshakable belief in God's promises for you. My dear friends, November is a month that holds a special significance. It's a testament to the magnificent design of God who crafts each season with purpose and intent. Consider that it bridges the colorful vibrancy of autumn, which is a manifestation of God's artistic splendor, and it highlights the calmness of winter, reflecting His peace. As we step into this promising month, let us remember that just as God guides the rhythms of nature, He also guides our paths Embrace this month as an opportunity for growth, introspection, and empowerment. Every new dawn of November is God's gentle reminder of His 
unending love and faithfulness. Each day brings forth a message, a message that resounds with hope, potential, and God's unwavering presence in our lives. Let us consider the trees that shed their leaves during this time. Just as they let go of the old to welcome the new, it's an invitation for us to release burdens, regrets, and negative thoughts that have held us back. By doing so, we clear the way for new hopes, dreams, and perspectives. Let us remember the words from Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Just like this verse affirms, we stand in faith with you, believing that this month of November is destined for your success, peace, and deliverance. Even if challenges arise, they're but stepping stones guiding you towards your destined path. The month of November is a time of gratitude for many, especially with the observance of Thanksgiving in certain regions. So let us also embrace an attitude of gratitude for this month, whether we're celebrating Thanksgiving or not, being thankful for what we have, acknowledging our journey, and appreciating our milestones can work wonders. As the scripture says in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Each day of this beautiful month of November, let's not forget that we serve a God who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In a world that constantly shifts like sand beneath our feet, God remains our steadfast rock. Psalm 18, verse 2, declares, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. So, as we embrace this new month, we shouldn't walk. We should march. March with the confidence that Romans 8 verse 31 speaks of. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Think about it. Who or what can stand against us when the God of the heavens and the earth is for us? We have received many testimonies of victory from our October prayer. So we stand in faith that November will even be better. So, I encourage you, my friends, to use this daily Jesus devotional prayer every day throughout the entire month of November. Listen and pray each day. Soak it in and watch how God will move in your life. Keep a journal. Take note of the changes in your life, in your character, in your relationships. When God's word says in Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11, So shall my word be, that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Believe it, my friends. Expect your prayers to be fruitful. Let's open our hearts, our hopes, 
and our spirits through prayer, unifying our intentions for personal growth, blessing, protection, gratitude, healing, and deliverance. Let's commit this month of November to God. Let us place today and tomorrow in God's hands, expecting to see His divine intervention in our lives. Now, to all those within the sound of my voice, let us go to the Lord in prayer. I want you to listen or say this prayer in faith. Play it in your homes, in your cars, or wherever you are, so that you can have all the blessings of this prayer. Let us pray to our gracious and merciful God. Lord God Almighty, Heavenly Father, King of Kings, and Lord of Lords, You are the Alpha and the Omega. You are the beginning and the end. I come before You humbly with thanksgiving and praise. You are the God of the impossible, the miracle worker, the promise keeper. There's none like you, for you are great, O Lord, and greatly to be praised. Your greatness is unsearchable. Father, I thank you for the gift of life. I'm grateful for your unwavering faithfulness to me throughout this year and for guiding me through this month. I ask for your forgiveness for my sins and shortcomings. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness and renew a right spirit within me. I also forgive those who have wronged me, as you have also forgiven me. Father, I open my heart to receive your divine blessings this month. I am grateful that you are the giver of all good and perfect gifts. In your infinite mercy, Lord, I humbly seek your blessings in my life. Your word in Jeremiah 29 promises a future filled with hope. I ask that you open the windows of heaven and pour out your blessings upon me. Let my days be filled with the testimony of your favor and goodness. And may I walk in the light of your promises. Lord, as I journey through this month, I pray that every step I take will fall on fertile ground. Bless the work of my hands, and may all that I do produce abundant fruit. I claim the promises of Psalm 1 over my life. I declare that I will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, always flourishing and never withering. Dear Lord, every new morning is a testament to your enduring love and grace. For this month, I ask that you bless my mornings, and may I be greeted with fresh mercies every day. Let my path shine brighter and brighter. According to Proverbs 4, I declare that my path is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day, guiding me to the fullness of your purpose for my life. In moments of worry, doubt, and uncertainty, Father, remind me of your unchanging nature and your promises that stand the test of time. Like Abraham, even when things seemed impossible, let my faith remain unwavering. 
confident in the blessings you've promised. Lord, may your blessings not only touch my life, but also overflow to those around me. Let me be a vessel of your love, favor, and blessings to others, showing them your goodness in tangible and meaningful ways. Mighty God, the one who has never lost a battle, I stand firm in the confidence that victory belongs to Jesus. When I face challenges, let my heart be unwavering, always trusting in your victory. You've shown time and again, from the walls of Jericho to the Red Sea, that you are the God of the impossible. Therefore, every giant that stands before me, every mountain that seems overwhelming, I declare their downfall in the name of Jesus. Thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I claim this victory over every area of my life. In moments when the enemy tries to instill fear, worry, and doubt, I ask that you strengthen my inner being. Just as David stood before Goliath with only a sling and a stone, I stand, armed with the knowledge of your might. In the name of Jesus, I face my battles with unyielding faith. I rebuke every plan of the enemy against my life. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, for the battle belongs to you, O Lord. With you by my side, every chain is broken, every yoke is destroyed, and I walk in triumphant victory. As I celebrate the victories you bring into my life, may I always remember to give you all the glory, honor, and praise. For it's not by might, nor by power, but by your Spirit that I am victorious. God of all creation, I bring before you all my plans, dreams, and all that I do. I seek your guidance in every step I take. Your word in Proverbs 16, verse 3, says, Commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. Lord, I commit all my endeavors into your capable hands. Every task I undertake, every goal I set, may it align with your perfect will for my life. Let my actions reflect your wisdom and understanding. Surround me with your favor as a shield, paving the way for success and breakthrough. Lord, give me the determination to persevere, even when faced with obstacles. Teach me to be resilient, drawing strength from you, my never-ending source. When discouragement tries to creep in, I stand on the words of Philippians 4 verse 13 and declare... I can do all things through Christ, who strengthens me. Lord, teach me to be a good steward of the blessings that you have given me, not just for my benefit, but also for the advancement of your kingdom. Let every success in my life bring glory to your name, knowing that it's you who equips, guides, and blesses my efforts. With a grateful heart, I receive the blessings that you have destined for me. 
O Lord, my refuge and fortress, in you I find protection and security. You've promised in Psalm 91 that you will command your angels to guard me in all my ways. As I move through each day of this month, be my shield and buckler against all harm and danger. For every snare laid out by the enemy, every pitfall on my path, I declare them nullified in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare that no evil shall befall me, and no plague shall come near my dwelling, as stated in Psalm 91. Father, I cling to the promises of Psalm 121, knowing that your watchful eyes are always upon me. I rebuke every spirit of malice, envy, and hatred directed towards me. Surround me, Lord, with your hedge of protection, and let your ministering angels encamp around me. As I journey through life, keep me from falling into the snares of the wicked. In moments when fear tries to overwhelm me, I will not fear, for you are with me. I will not be dismayed, for you are my God. Strengthen me, Lord, and uphold me with your righteous hand. Father, whenever I lay down to sleep, and as I go about my daily tasks, let your protective hand rest upon me. No terror of the night nor destruction during the day can stand against the protective power of your name, dear Lord. In all things, I rest in the assurance that my life is hidden with Christ and nothing can snatch me from your protective embrace. You are my shield, my protector, and my ever-present help in times of need. I thank you, Lord, that you will preserve me from all evil. You will preserve my soul through your grace and mercy. I move forward each day, knowing that the battle is already won, and that I am shielded from every form of evil. God of strength and wisdom, I ask for your guidance to resist and overcome all temptations and trials. Whenever temptations arise, let the Holy Spirit remind me of your word and promises. I choose to flee from temptations as I seek to honor you above all else. Grant me the discernment to recognize the enemy's schemes and the courage to say no. I celebrate the victory that's already mine in Christ Jesus. Though temptations come, I know I am more than a conqueror through you who loves me. I stand firm, anchored in your promises, ready to face and overcome every temptation that comes my way. Lord, you are the Prince of Peace, and I lay down all my burdens, worries, and anxieties at your feet. When fear tries to paralyze me, and doubt seeks to undermine my faith, remind me of the countless times you've come through for me. Your faithfulness is a testament to your unwavering love and care for me. Father, guide my thoughts and renew my mind. Let my meditation be on things that are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, and of good report. As I focus on these things, let the weight of worry be replaced with the joy of your salvation. 
I thank you for the peace that surrounds me, a peace that the world cannot understand. No matter the storms I face, I remain unshaken, because you, Lord, you are my refuge and strength. Merciful Father, Lord and Savior, I lift up my loved ones before you. Every family member, every friend, every individual, dear to my heart, every supporter, I present them into your loving care. I pray that you will send your guardian angels to watch over my loved ones, keeping them from all harm. In their going out and coming in, be their guide, ensuring their steps are ordered by you. In moments of uncertainty or danger, Lord, be their sure defense. Let them feel your presence, taking comfort in your promise that you will be with them. Lord, even when my loved ones are far from my sight, let them never be far from your protective care. Shield them from the arrows that fly by day and the pestilence that walks in the darkness. May they come to experience the warmth of your love and grace and the security of being in your hands. I place them in your hands, Lord, as I trust you to watch over them with unwavering care. God of love and unity, as I pray for my loved ones, breathe upon us with your spirit of love and reconciliation. Lord, where there are rifts or misunderstandings, bring forgiveness and healing. Bind us together with cords of love that cannot be broken. Teach us to bear with one another, to forgive, and to build each other up. Let our home be a testament to 1 Corinthians 13, showing patience, kindness, and enduring all things in love. In moments of disagreements or conflicts, let you, the Prince of Peace, reign supreme in our midst. May we be quick to listen slow to speak and slow to anger. Gracious Lord, let our family be a beacon of your love, unity, and grace. Let our home be a place where love abounds, unity prevails, and every member grows in the knowledge and fear of you. Merciful Lord, my healer, my great physician, I come before you, recognizing that you are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. In the moments of physical pain, discomfort, and emotional trauma, I turn my eyes to you. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. I stand upon this promise asking for a divine touch upon every ailing part of my body and soul. I rebuke every sickness, every disease, every discomfort in the name of Jesus. I declare my healing, knowing that by the stripes of Jesus I am healed. As the days go by, let me experience your healing power flowing through me, keeping me and strengthening me. Let every symptom diminish, every pain subside, 
and every sickness be removed. God, my Restorer, restore me to full health, body, mind, and spirit. You, O Lord, have the power to restore the years that the locusts have eaten. I believe in your restorative power to mend and renew every part of my being, every system, every organ, every joint, every marrow, every cell in my body. I command to align with divine health in the name of Jesus. Let every imbalance be corrected, every deficiency be supplied, and every excess be regulated in the name of Jesus. Day by day, O Lord, let me witness a positive transformation in my health. Let strength replace weakness, vitality replace fatigue, and wellness replace illness. I declare that I shall run and not grow weary. I shall walk and not faint. Lord, grant me the wisdom to maintain this restored health. Let it be my testimony of your grace and mercy. Guide my lifestyle choices, dear Lord, and let me not perish in ignorance. Let my body be a temple that glorifies you in wellness and strength. Loving Father, I pray for emotional and mental healing and wellness. Mend the broken areas of my life. Bring me comfort. Heal the wounds of my past and renew my mind. Let every negative thought, every anxious feeling, and every shadow of depression be lifted in the mighty name of Jesus. I stand in faith. Even now, I receive with thanksgiving the testimonies of your healing power in my life. I thank you for the assurance of restored health in my body, mind, and spirit. I shall declare your goodness because I have faith that you are restoring me day by day. O oh Lord, my Deliverer, you are my fortress, and I am thankful that I can run to you in times of trouble. Today, I cry out for deliverance from every situation that seeks to bind or oppress me, every snare set by the enemy, every trap laid in secret. I bind them and command them to be exposed and destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against me in judgment I condemn. I pray for the strength to stand firm against temptations and distractions. Clothe me with your spiritual armor so that I can stand against the schemes of the devil. I gird my waist with truth, put on the breastplate of righteousness, and have my feet shod with the gospel of peace. I take up the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is your word. Guide my steps away from the pitfalls and lead me along the path of righteousness. Lord, open my eyes to recognize the devices of the enemy. Let me not be ignorant of his tactics, but be always vigilant and prayerful. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke every spirit of darkness 
confusion and stagnation that seek to take root in my life. Lord, I praise you for the victory. As a child of God, I walk in dominion and divine authority, declaring my deliverance from every form of bondage. I stand firm, knowing that whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Mighty God, today I stand against every chain, every bond, and every shackle that seeks to hold me captive. Every chain of limitation, every bond of addiction, and every shackle of fear, I command them to break and be shattered in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare my freedom and liberation from all that seeks to constrain and confine me. I pray for the strength to walk in this newfound freedom. Let my steps be firm, my resolve unshakable, and my faith unwavering. Every time I feel the pull of old habits or the weight of past mistakes, remind me of the victory I have in you through Christ Jesus. Lord, I give thanks to you for breaking every chain and setting me free. Everlasting Father, the one who delivers, I seek divine deliverance from the burdens of generational curses and negative words spoken over my life. I pray that every negative word, every curse, and every unkind utterance against me be reversed in the name of Jesus. I declare today that I am not bound by the errors or decisions of my ancestors. I break free from any chain that seeks to tie me to past mistakes. Lord, help me to put a watch over my mouth and be conscious of the words I speak. Let my words be seasoned with grace and filled with life. I declare that I am a new creation in Christ. The old has passed away, and behold, all things have become new. I walk in this newness of life, free from every generational curse and negative words. As I walk in obedience and faith, I anticipate a harvest of blessings that surpasses all understanding. I stand in this peace, anchored in your promises, and filled with anticipation for the testimonies that will come from these prayers. Father God, I know you are working all things together for my good, the good of my loved ones. Gracious Lord, as November unfolds its days, I give you thanks each day. This month beautifully reminds us of the abundance of your blessings and the season of thanksgiving. Lord, as some of us observe the time-honored tradition of thanksgiving, let our hearts be ever conscious of the countless blessings that you have given to us daily, regardless of whether we celebrate thanksgiving or not. In everything we give thanks. Father God, as the leaves fall and the winds change, let us not only be thankful for the abundance on our tables, but also for the unseen blessings, for the trials that have strengthened us and the challenges that have brought us closer to you. We are thankful for every lesson, every tear, every laughter, and every moment of comfort. 
As we gather around with our loved ones this month, may our conversations be filled with stories of your wondrous deeds in our lives. Let our homes overflow with love, peace, unity, and praise. Inspired by your love and the gratitude we feel, let us extend our hands to help those in need, to comfort the troubled, and to be a beacon of your light in this world. May our hearts consistently resonate with gratitude, acknowledging your hand in every season of our lives and extending that gratitude through acts of kindness and sharing. Lord, we lift up to you those who might be finding it challenging to embrace the joy of this season. For the homeless seeking shelter, for the lonely hearts yearning for companionship, for those grieving the loss of loved ones, and for everyone facing hardships or challenges that we may not see. Let your comforting presence and your Holy Spirit surround them. Send help, Lord, reminding them that they are never truly alone. For you, walk beside them in every season of life. Loving Father, I place my life into your hands. I declare that I am blessed. Every day of my life, I am blessed. Every day of November, I am blessed. Thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering my prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.
radio not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Welcome to Jesus in the morning. I'm your host, Evangelist Barbara Pittman of Freedom Doors Ministries. And I come to you live each weekday morning, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today is November 20th. 2023, 11 months and 20 days until this new year. We're headed right up to Thanksgiving. So many uh, will begin cooking uh, today, tomorrow, Wednesday, and finish it up early Thursday morning. And some people cook all day Thursday, yeah. But I get my stuff out the way. But this year, I won't be home. I won't be cooking. Uh, I'll be further up in Georgia, <laughs> yeah, uh, getting ready to enjoy some good cooking. And so I thank God for that. I thank God for it. And uh, it all depends on how things go if we would be here for Christmas. But we thank God. We thank God for these holidays and the celebration. I have so much to be thankful unto him for life, health, strength, family, friends, Everything, a roof over my head, clothes on my back, shoes on my feet, food on the table. Oh, the list is endless. The list is a mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ooh, I thank him this morning because without him, I can do absolutely nothing. So we are grateful for another week beginning Monday. Thankful unto him. And we believe throughout this day, God is going to bless us beyond our wildest imagination because he made this day and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And many times in the run of a day, different things come up that we don't agree with, we don't appreciate, we don't like because it's not helpful, it's harmful. But we go on in Jesus because he made, God made the day and the day is good and we can look to the hills from which cometh our help. All of our help today, November the 20th, 2023, it comes from God. Yeah, he made the heavens and the earth. He made us for his pleasure. And so when we look to him, he can fix anything that's broken. He can remove trouble. Ooh, he can do many things. I remember the songwriter said, Lord, don't move my mountain." Just give me the strength to climb it. Yeah, don't move my mountain, Lord. Just strengthen me so that I can climb it. Any trial that comes my way, any trouble that comes my way, strengthen me to bear. Strengthen me to go through it. Just as Jesus bared his trials. Yeah, he, he bared the suffering. He bared the hanging, the bleeding the dying, the conquering all, and rising again with all power, with us in mind. And so we thank him this day. We cannot help but to give him thanks, give him praise, give him glory, give him honor, because he's so worthy. And whatever we are going through is not nearly as bad as what he went through for us. Hallelujah. I look at myself many times and I'm thinking, whatever I'm going through is not for me. But it's for those that God would use me to testify unto. Because somebody's going through what I've gone through. Somebody's going through what I'm going through. 
somebody's going through what I have been through and will continue to go through some other things. But when they find out he is, <laughs> he's a reward of them that diligently seek him. When they find out he's got all power and he's able to fix anything broken in your life, they say, well, oh, look, I'm, I'm going to try that, and they, and they will try it. Yeah. I come to Jesus just as I was. I was weary, wounded, and sad. I found in him a resting place. Uh, today I can say he made me glad. Hallelujah. Because without him, again this morning, I can do absolutely nothing. Hallelujah. Today we want to talk about what God has for me, it is for me. So what God has for you, it is for you. Others will get angry. Others will get jealous. People don't like it. They'll talk about you. Why should she have it and I don't have it? Because what God has for me, it is for me. Sometimes we are measured with him according to what he sent us to do according to the work he assigned us to. And because he assigned me to this and I'm faithful at it, he rewards me where everybody can see my reward. I knew a lady and she used to say this, people see my glory, but they don't know my story. And what that means is this, they see what I have. They see the house. Yeah, they see the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. They see the nice new car. They see me go out in nice outfits and especially going to church and different places, you know, events. I'm dressed to the nine. But they don't know what I went through to get there. Yeah. And what we have to look at is God, not not people. You ever heard of the Joneses? That's the people across the street or, or in your neighborhood. A lot of people look at their neighbors and what they got. We don't have that. I could care less what my neighbors have because I don't know what they went through to get what they got. Like they don't know what I've gone through to get what I got. And I may not have as much as they have. That's because I don't want <laughs> as much as they got. How many heard to whom much is given much is required. The more you have, the more is required out of you. You think I'm joking? Have three cars and see don't you have to wash and clean and take care of all three. That's a job. Go ahead and get your three bed I mean a three story house. You you don't need two or three bedrooms, you need six. You need eight bedrooms in your house. Go ahead and get it and let's see who clean it. And keep it clean properly. To whom much is given, much is required. So what God has for me is for me. What he has for you is for you. And I can't compare myself to you. Again, I don't know what you went through to get there. You don't know what I've gone through to get here. Uh, yeah, again this morning, to whom much is given, much is required. That's the word. That's not Bible words. That's the word of God. So we have to look at God. Stop looking at people. And stop measuring yourself according to what somebody else is doing and what they have. Ask God what's for you. Yeah. 
I, I don't try to mimic myself after other people or do what other people do. I try and be the one and only Barbara Pittman because that's who I am. You often hear me say, I don't edit nothing. <laughs> I don't do what these other people do. I, I'm not trying to uh-uh, be like anyone else but me. And the work that God gave me, that's what I'm trying to do. And in the way that he made me, he knew how I was when he assigned me. He knew the way that I would do it when he assigned me to it. Yes. And so I'm good where I am. It's too much fake. It, it, it's just too much. Uh, I want to be perfect in this world. Now, I do want to be perfect, but I want to be perfect in God. I want to be perfect in the spirit of God. I want to be perfect in leading others to him. I want to be perfect in teaching and telling the truth everywhere I go. Now, that's what I want. I don't want to impress nobody, really, but God, if I'm telling you the truth. Men want to impress others, and they want to impress the world, and they want the world, I know what you know, or I know more than you know. No, I don't need all of that. Because the people that hang out with me, the people that are coming to me, they just simply want the truth. They just want real. They're not looking for foolishness. How do I enhance my life? That's what they are looking for. So again, this morning, I want you to know. You may not have what Sarah have. You may not have what John have. You may not have what your neighbors have. You may not get that high, high position on your job that your uh, manager have, the district manager have. You may not get that, but you may be just a plain worker. And what God have for you as a worker is for you. And when you look around, you will come up the ladder for higher ranks, higher positions. Just be you. Just do the job of doing it unto God and watch what happened to you. Don't grumble. Don't complain. Stay faithful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Went to Kissimmee this weekend, past Saturday, and I went down there for the fall festival and took a few of my items down there, and I sold quite a few. And I didn't make a whole lot of money, but I was blessed. Got to meet with Pastor Nina Hill down there. Y'all know she had me laughing. And my daughter-in-law, my son, my grandchildren was there. And uh, Shante got to go with me and everything. And we just had a wonderful time. And uh, I was trying to really eat, but I wasn't able to because they really didn't have food. I thought everybody down there was going to sell food but me. But uh, they didn't have a whole lot. They had a food truck out back, but it was ooh, real expensive, so I wasn't interested. But we got to meet. We was going to meet with uh, Sister Di, Sion, and Pastor David. And so it was getting late, and I told Shanta, I said, I got to get out of here now. When I get ready to leave, they're going to be upset, but I got to go. So I offered my son and daughter-in-law, I said, y'all want to go with us? We're going to meet uh, Sion and Pastor David and Sister Di. He said, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go home now, and I'll be ready. I said, okay. Where his wife said she couldn't go because she had to make sure the center was clean and closed because she run that community center. Her and her husband got them to build it for the city of Meridia and surrounding little areas there. And so uh, we left, 
And uh, we went on and met with Pastor David as uh, Sister Sion and going down Orange Blossom Trail. I forgot in this month in Orlando, this late in the month, they have what they call the classic. This is when the guys pull out the old cars that they done put rims on and painted and got it all fancy colors. And we go on our OBT, Orange Blossom Trail. Cars everywhere, bumper to bumper. I mean, cars pulling out from side streets to the right. If you're in that last lane over there, the right lane, pulling out in front of you, just, just, just acting a donkey. People ramming up their engine and pull it off quick. They can't go nowhere, bumper to bumper traffic. And it took us a minute to get from Orlando to Winter Park. We went, went up to Lee Roadway. We finally made it on down there. Pastor David and Sister Sion was already in there sitting down. And so we saw them, uh, you know, Shante talked. She said, Mama, Daddy, are over there. I said, oh, okay. And so we told a, a guy who seats you. We said, oh, we see our guests, you know, we, we going on over here. So we went on over, sat down, laughed, talked, and I had a good time. And uh, afterward, we were blessed. I wasn't looking for that. I was not looking for that. I was prepared to do something different for them. But instead, they did something different for us. And I was so grateful until the Lord, I said, look at these two here. These people here, oh, they they, they something serious. They are givers. They are givers. And uh, if they love you, they love you. If they respect you, they respect you. Now, the foolishness, they will not tolerate. And not one that they call Sion, please believe me. <laughs> Y'all forgive me for laughing, but please believe me when I tell you. Uh-uh, foolishness, we're not going to do. Sister Dot wasn't able to make it this time, but we'll get together again, hopefully real soon, because that Shantae wanted to see that Dot. Yeah, that's her buddy. And um, God knows what's best for all of us. And sometimes we want to come, but we don't feel like it. And I just, you know, I want to go so bad. I want to see you too, but I'm just not feeling it today, so I'm not going. I'm going to just stay here and take it easy. Yeah, and it's all right today in Jesus' name. He knows what's best for me. Look at her because I know man. <laughs> yeah, he knows what's best for us today. And so we trust him and we lean and depend on him. He answered prayers. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm opening the studio early this morning because what God has for you, it is for you. And if you want to share this morning, uh, of a time when uh, God gave you something, nobody else had it. And, you know, you, you, you were surprised because you thought everybody on the job or everybody in the community or wherever you was, you thought they was getting it too. But when you looked up, God only had it for you. Yeah. So if you feel like testifying this morning, come on and share with us. We want to hear it. Hallelujah. We would like to hear it this day, because God is faithful, always on time. Not only do he have our back, the songwriter wrote a song that says, he's in the front, he's in the back, he's on the side, he's over me, and he's under me, and he's keeping me alive. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, because he's for us. And if he be for us, 
he's more than the whole world against us. We just have to believe this and trust God on it and keep it moving. Yeah, we don't want to hurt nobody. We don't want to be against nobody. We just want to tell God thank you and keep moving in Jesus' name. Yeah, he's a, He's the great God, and he's got all power. And I want you to think of this as often as you can. No matter what come your way, the good days, the bad days, the ugly days, whatever it may be, remember this, all power is on your side. Him that can move mountains are on your side. He that can tell the water to split, he can make a clear path in the middle of the ocean, and you can go across on dry land. He's got all power. Remember, he's for you today. And again this morning, he said, if he be for you, he's more than the whole world against you. He don't care what people have cooked up for you. It does not matter to him really what people have to say about you. Especially and you're obedient, especially and you're faithful. You are holding up the bloodstained banner to let the world know he's a savior. He so loved you, he sent his only begotten son, that if you believe on him, you won't perish but have everlasting life. Yeah. So we don't want to be caught up into what God has for them. It's for them, and I'm going to be without. Nope, nope, nope. If you're working in that vineyard and see a lot of people don't like to work, a lot of people don't want to be bothered. See, what they want is the blessings of the Lord, but they truly don't want God. They want what he has, but they want to do what they want to do. And how we get the blessings of Almighty God is like this. You're obedient unto his word. You're doing what's pleasing and acceptable unto him. You love him. He won't withhold no good thing from you. Because you love him. Not only that, but he called you. Everybody that he saved, that he put his spirit in, he called you to do something. Many times the problem is you don't know what, and you haven't decided to go to him to find out. If you like wisdom, ask of God. Now, that's what James said over there. In James chapter 1, yeah, any man that likes wisdom, let, let him ask of God that gives liberally, he gives freely, and upbraideth not. Now, that's what James told us, and I believe it. So when we don't know, we can't do nothing because we don't know. They told me a while back, some years ago, when you learn to do better, Barbara, you do better. But until you learn to do better, you can't because you don't know. When people are not computer savvy today, that's because they didn't take the time to try and learn. That was even some free classes offered. <laughs> Excuse me. But nobody took time to try to learn. I don't know everything, but I can text. I can email. I can read Facebook. I can post on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram if I want to. I took time. My daughter that passed away, she was the first one to talk to me how to operate the computer. Uh-huh. I said, and what you do now? She said, well, you do this and you do that. 
and she talked. And then, of course, I kicked in with some trials and errors on my own to find out what would happen. Yeah. But we, we, we want to know more so that we can have more, so that we can be more, so that we can do more, so that we can help somebody more. All that we're doing as believers of God, Jehovah, through his son, Jesus Christ, what we're doing, all that we're doing is so that someone else can be blessed. Because our life now is hid in Christ. It's no longer hid in the world. I've heard women say, oh, well, see, I'm private. And they're private like this because they're going with married men. Oh, watch out this morning, Bob. Yeah, they don't let people know their business because they're capable, hey, glory, of going with somebody else's husband. And if they stay private, they never have to worry about it being exposed, who they are, what kind of adulterous woman they are, or what kind of adulterous man they are. I know some men, they won't call you by your name. They're always calling you baby, honey, sugar, because he's doing more than you. And if he call you these names and not your name, he won't slip up and call somebody else your name and call you somebody else's name. Now, a man taught me that. And he taught me this. He said, I'm never going to call you all them sweet names. He said, now, you know, every now and then, how I feel, I, I might say something like that. Baby, come here. He said, but for the most part, I will always call you by your name. I used to laugh. I used to laugh at it. But he showed me some things. He taught me, and I'm telling you, until this day, he messed me up. Foolish men, nonsense, I can't tolerate it. Because he taught me how a good man treats a good woman. That's what he taught me. He, he showed me appreciation. We wasn't married. We was living together. This, this before I fully come into the knowledge of the Lord. But he showed me, he said, the man bring his money home. The man pay all the bills. He said, now, if you got something extra you got going on and you want to take care of that, that too. He said, but for the most part, if you decide to pick up extra, I'm going to take care of that too. What, what colors you like? So pink and white, honey. He said, okay, I got you. Come home to the pink and white dinette set. Huh? Curtains custom made, drapes to the windows. He said, I like it when you're off work. He said, because the house would be so clean. He said, but you get off work and then you come home, you're cleaning, you're cooking. You're so I just really, but that was my thing. That's what I wanted to do. So he let me do it. But I was taught some things. And we all need to be taught some good things for us. And stop thinking people love us so much that they're going to teach us, they're going to have our best interests at heart. Nobody does that really but God. Every little inch of you, every little inch of you, he care about it. He made you again this morning for his pleasure. He wants you to be blessed. He wants you to have miracles happening in your life, even daily. But we got to give him something that will produce these things for us. He's not like our parents. See, some parents give to bad children. 
child been cutting the food all year long in school. They disrespectful to adults. Uh, you taught them, but they don't want to carry themselves in the proper way that you taught them. Attitudes, nobody want to be bothered with them. And at the end of the year, when we're celebrating what we the date we set aside to celebrate the birth of Christ, these people giving good gifts to bad children. God is not like that. No, he's not giving to bad children. Now, he promised to supply your need according to his riches and glory by his son, Christ Jesus. So he give you food, he give you shelter, he give you clothes and some other things you may need. But the disobedient children, he's not doing all, all, all of these other things. See, for those of us that obey him, because we be, if we obey him, we belong to him. Now, that's what the word said. I didn't see it. You can hold it against me if you want to. It's up to you. But I wasn't there when God inspired man to write it. But I know it's true. I believe it. So look, God give good gifts to good children. If you love him, you obey him, and you love others, and you're a cheerful giver. You're keeping your mind on him. You're delighting yourself in him. He's given more than blessings. He's given uncommon blessings, uncommon miracles, uncommon favor. He's working it out, sometimes right before your very eyes. They said no. He said yes. Right before your very eyes, they changed their mind, and they said yes because he said yes. If we want the true blessings of Almighty God, give him what to work with. Give him what he needs. Obedience, faithfulness, do what's pleasing and acceptable unto him. Be ye holy, for he is holy. And let me tell you, while these things are preparing to take over you, you won't be concerned about what the Joneses have, what the Browns have, and nobody else got going on. You too busy waiting on God for your blessings. And what you're doing, you're working that vineyard. Three houses down from you, you heard through the grapevine, as we call it, or sometimes God will show you. Sometimes he just says, go down there and take this. You went to the grocery store and you bought meat, macaroni and cheese in the box. You bought eggs, butter, milk, all, you know, a good amount of stuff. And you was unfolding it at the house. And it just come to you three houses down, take a bag. And you put in that bag out of your grocery what you feel strong about. And you go down and knock on the door and say, how y'all doing? I'm so-and-so. I live three houses down. Da-da-da-da-da, whatever you say. And you just tell, I wanted to bring this to you. And I wanted to see if you would accept this gift from me. And they said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, thank you so much. Would you like to come in? Now, if you feel it, you'll go in. And they may offer you some water and a seat because they want to tell you why you brought that bag of groceries down to their home. They prayed the prayer of faith because they didn't have money to buy groceries. Their pantry was empty. The refrigerator didn't have nothing but water. 
and they prayed for food to come. And God sent you. When you was leaving, there was another lady coming with another bag. And as she was going up to the door, there was another man and his wife coming up with another bag. Why? What God have for you is for you. You prayed the prayer of faith. Lord, we don't have food. Send us some groceries. We don't even want to go out and shop for the groceries. Lord, just send it to us. He used people. Somebody said, God won't drop it out the sky to you. The devil is a fool and a liar. And will make a fool and a liar out of you. He put that $20 bill on the ground. For me. He, again, this morning, November the 20th, 2023, he's still Almighty God, Jehovah, that have all power. There's no higher power. The earth is his. You understand what I'm saying this morning? The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. You want to tell me God can't do anything he want to do and he own it all? Simply because your little peanut brain can't consume, you know, it, it can't think that God is because you can. What's impossible to you is possible for God. <laughs> He's got the power. Back in the day, we used to say he got the juice. Huh? All power, all knowing. There's nothing going on in the world that he does not know about. Why is that, Barbara? His eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. And we're still talking about what God has for you is for you. Your child wanted to go to college. You didn't have the money, and, and you think of borrowing the money to take too long to pay it back, and it'll put you and your children in debt, your child in debt. All you could do is pray. That's all you needed. <laughs> Excuse me. God knew where the door was open, where the money was for your child to go to college. Yeah, he did. So all of a sudden at the church, they done raised up a college fund. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it was given to you and your children, or you and your child, so that your child could go to school. It didn't come with a lot of fancy add-ons. It come with books, you know, classes, registration fees, stuff that was really needed. So later on, somebody else in the church decided to give care packages to college kids or give a little extra money to college kids because they, 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 they're tired of eating top ramen noodles, romaine noodles and cheap stuff. They're sick of that. So now they can go and have a decent dinner or they can cook it in their dorm, you know, in their crock pot or on their hot plate or whatever. But when you check on your child, your child is doing good in college, making good grades, and they didn't get caught up with the hoopla of these other people and the partying and the drinking and all of this. They didn't even become a member of a sorority because they didn't feel led because that, that was not what God was doing. That was what the people there, the other students, was trying to get them involved in, and they said, no way. We didn't come to be a part of a sorority because we're a part of something already. 
We are the royal priesthood. Oh, glory to you, God, this morning. We are a peculiar people. We got our sorority, if that's what you want to call it. And we're not being partakers of anything else that's not of God. Yeah. And we got it together around here. Oh, yeah. So it, it does not matter what you need, when you need it, and how much of it you need. God has it. And your name is on it. He's got it for you. And it's just for you. And I learned this. Whatever I need, God got it. And he sent people. He uses people. He used people to bless others, and then he blessed the people. See, because we don't know the true heart desires of others. Only he does. So when he uses us to bless somebody, he gives us a heart desire. The scripture said we keep our mind on it. Again, this morning, he keeps us in perfect peace. And we'll delight ourselves in him. He gives us the desires of our hearts. But this is what I look at. The big part for me is keeping my mind on him. I don't worry about the keeping me in peace part because it comes automatic. <laughs> it comes automatic. If I delight myself in him, I don't worry about the desire, desires of my heart. It comes with it. It's automatic because he said so. My focus is to delight myself in him. My focus is to keep my mind on him. And all these good things come in my way. He said in his word also, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things would be added. See, but we focus on all these things added. We focus on the desires of our heart. We focus on the keeping us in peace. But we should focus on that main part, the instructional part. See, God gives instructions. And if we follow his instructions, it's an automatic blessing. He's going to do what he said he was going to do. And we want to be blessed by God. Do you know even going through a trial, that's a great blessing? I know many won't see that. Oh, no, Bobby, you, 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 uh-uh, you tripping today. No, I'm not. Uh, Going through a great trial is a true blessing. Because he said, if you suffer with me, you can reign with me. No cross, no crown. The songwriter even helped us. Must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? No. There's a cross for every believer. And I know there's a cross for me. I'm a believer. I'm following Jesus. He suffered, why shouldn't I suffer? And I'm not suffering for myself because he didn't suffer for his. I'm suffering for others. I'm suffering to be here this morning to bring a message from him, a message of encouragement. Because when the alarm went off this morning, I was not ready to get up. I was not feeling the day getting started. But the songwriter taught me this, press my way through. <laughs> God has something waiting, press my way through. 
many days is pressing. And through your press, you're going to be blessed. I'm telling you the truth this morning. I don't feel like it. Lord, I don't feel like going to church. That's when I should go. Lord, I don't feel like this drive down there in Kissimmee. That's when I should go. I learned something yesterday. You got to obey God. I know you hear stuff. I know you feel stuff. I know you're tired. I had the trip to Kissimmee Saturday. Yesterday, I just wasn't feeling prisonish, <laughs> you know, going to the prison. I wasn't feeling churches, going to a new church I had been invited to. I felt like getting my Sunday rest. Had a big week last week, and then the weekend, a big weekend. Sunday came, I felt like getting my rest. And the Lord did not have many people to call me so that I could get a break and get some rest. Yeah. Because no matter what, he'll have somebody there for us. But it comes a time when we got to be for us. We got to pray for our own selves. Donna Lawrence said it the best. Sometimes we got to encourage ourselves in the Lord. Because there's not a one of us who cannot go to him and tell him what we need again this morning. I must tell Jesus all of my troubles. I can't bear these burdens alone. He can bear anything we bring to him. He can take care of it. Yes, he can. He said we could come boldly before the throne of grace. And we're going to make our petition known unto him. And the reason we are doing this is because he's almighty God again this morning who have all the power. There's no higher power. So many times we go to him to find out what's for us because we don't know. We don't even know what to pray for. Now that's what his word says. We don't know what to pray for. And many mornings I told him that, Lord, I don't know what to pray for. Uh, uh, Father, would you pray through my mouth this morning because I don't know. And prayers, things that needed to be prayed for other ministries, other churches, other people, it would come to my mind and I would just begin to pour out, you know, pray, ask God to bless them. And sometimes he would tell me which way they needed to be blessed. Lord, bless them this way and God bless them. Lord, add to this. Yeah, that's almighty God. We have not because we ask not. And not just stuff and things, materialistic stuff, but spiritual things. We have not because we we don't have the gift that should be operating because we haven't asked. And we don't know. I want God to share with me what's needed. I want him to teach me his way. I want him to show me how to be a blessing unto others. I want him to help me today not to grumble and complain, but to tell him thank you. In everything, I want to give him thanks. I don't want to sit back slack talking about could, would, should, maybe, if, and, but. I, I don't want to do all that. I want to give him glory. I want my life to glorify him. Because my life is hid in him. I want to be that candle 
Yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. They sit on the hill that can't be healed. Hey, glory. Because this light, listen to me, it's a miserable thing to be in the world, been there and done that. To be in the world and of the world many days, ooh, it's a miserable thing. But when we come out of darkness into this marvelous light, ooh, ooh, what a, what a relief. Listen, the candle on the hill is shining the light in darkness. This particular darkness, it can comprehend because it's showing the way to the son of the true and living God, Jehovah, who have all power. And his son's name is Jesus. It showed a light to him. And when we follow the light to him and we get to him and we ask him, because now we know we've been in error, we've been wrong, we've been sinning, we've been doing what we, he didn't make us to do. We ask him to forgive us. And we let him know that we believe that he so loves us that he sent his only son, Jesus Christ. And we ask him to come into our heart and live forever. Because in that repentance, where you're asking God to forgive you, you're asking him for a clean heart. And to renew the right spirit within you. Clean me up. I've been a weed smoker. I've been an alcoholic. I've been smoking crack. I've been snorting cocaine. I've been shooting hammer. Whatever you've been. I've been a thief, a robber, a liar, a user. We come to him just as we are. Because that's the, that light, that he, that candle on the hill shined the light, and it showed us here, except us just as we are. I can't clean myself up to come to him. Like everybody else, I said, well, when I stop doing this and stop, I'm going to go to church. No, you, you need to go home. You need to go to the altar just like you are. That's another thing the songwriter said, just as I am, without one plea. <laughs> uh, but that thy blood, who blood Jesus, was shared for me. I'm coming to the one who can change me from the inside out. And it's going to show later. But I'm fixed, hey, glory, on the inside. My heart is fixed and my mind is made up. Because he's a heart fixer and a mind regulator. I feel all right right there, Pastor David. I, I, I feel all right right there, Sion. I, I feel all right this morning, right there. Because when we come to him just like we are, this is for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Because sometimes the good, they think they've been doing too much good and they haven't been doing good enough. Because even all of our righteousnesses that filthy the rags before him, all we deserve is death. That's the truth. I was a sinner. He saved me. He saved me. I couldn't save myself. Sometimes I wanted to stop that cussing. Sometimes I didn't really want to accept the crown, the crown roar, but... And then it got to the point where I wanted to sit in the cool of the evening and have that Budweiser in the summer. But none of this was of no good effect for me because of this. He said, be of a sober mind. Come out from among them and be separated. He said, don't drink strong drink. And, and if you drink wine, drink wherein is not excess. Don't overdo it. Uh, I can have wine with my meal. 
Or I might just want to sit and, and watch a movie and sip me some wine, but I can't have too much when I'm feeling it. Now, if I'm feeling it's making me some kind of high or, or, or dip, put it down. Be of a sober mind. Yeah. But God has something for us. And if we're going to be that candle that sit on the hill that can't be hid, we're leading others to him. We're talking of his wonders work every day and making known his deeds among the people. And we hear all of it and we think we got it down. Oh, she teaches the same thing. You haven't done what he said the first time. You have not went to him and found out what was your calling. What did he call you to? Were you chosen? You, you haven't found that out yet. Again, we have not because we asked not. We're back on that. And we're still talking about this morning what God has for you. It is for you. But it's more than materialistic things. It's more than tangible things. It's more than stuff and things. Because a lot of us, when we come to God, oh, all our trouble's over now. Oh, I'm saved now. Let me tell you, I was thinking that. I didn't give my life to Christ. I'm good to go. Huh? You got to have a prayer life and a Bible study life. You got to seek God daily, continuously, always, so that he can reward you. And he's not just rewarding you with money, the house on the hill again with the dog named Fluffy. He's not just rewarding you with the big beans, the BMW. What else they got? The Lexus. What else they got out there? Other than Hummers. He's not just rewarding you with stuff and things. He's rewarding you with spiritual things because he's a spiritual God. And this is what he does. He fixes our hearts so that I have forgiveness for them who's done me wrong. Huh? He'll fix my heart so those who have lied on me, I can forgive them. <laughs> He'll fix my mind so that I have a sound mind. Everybody else running around with purple and pink and blue hair. All that work, all that church. My hair is the color he made. Huh? Everybody else running around squirrely burden. I got a sound mind where I'm sitting down. I'm not clubbing. I'm not drinking to, to wearing. I'm so drunk I'm passing out. I'm not doing no type of dope, no type of drug. I don't need it. I got Jesus. He's the author and finisher of my faith. I'm a believer this morning. He said it, I believe it. It don't make no difference how it makes me feel. I'm willing to suffer for his sake. And again, we back at it. What he has for me, what God has for me. Jehovah, the God that have all power. There's no higher power. What he has for me, it is for me. I'm going to seek him for what he's got for me. I'm going to do his will according to what he assigned me to. There's no need for me running over there to try to take over uh, Sister Dot work. Why? He didn't call me to what she's doing. He called me to something different. I need to work where he called me to. Oh, it look good over there what she's doing. Oh, she's giving out blankets and socks in the winter. 
Oh, she giving out flannel shirts. I just look so good. And the people just coming by talking about what a good work she's doing. I want to do that. People following her. People bless her financially. Oh, it just looks so good. But you don't know that story. <laughs> you see her glory. But you don't know what Dot went through to get there. And still, you don't know what she go through every day doing that. That's why we got to revert back to what God has for me is for me. Not what he got for Sister Barbara is for me. No, that's not it. Because to whom is given again this morning, much is required. What do you want to lose? Huh? Because you got to give up something. Let me tell you something. God want to see the true heart, your true heart. You know, I only wanted to see mine. He saw it. When I, and let me tell y'all something. I thought I was the weakest thing living. I thought I was so weak, I couldn't, oh, I couldn't stand nothing. God showed me how strong I was. I made you. I know all about you. I made you for my pleasure. I know you can handle this if you want to. When he come in and he allowed all eight of them children to be removed, guess what? I cried for a second. You heard that? A second. Because I trust you. My prayer was, Lord, keep my children safe. Don't let hurt, harm, or danger come to them. And whatever happened with them, he did it so they would have a testimony unto him. But some people, instead of them running to God, they run away from God and make it a personal vendetta. I've been done this way and I've been done that, but you go to church and you say you're a believer, you say you gave God your life. If you did, why are you out here with negativity? Why are you letting the devil shine in your life? Why not take it to the Lord and leave it there and say, heal me of these things? Lord, bring a testimony. Strengthen me in this foolishness that these people done did to me, and I forgive them, whatever it may be. Ended up in prison. I didn't get it then. I, didn't, I still had the form of godliness and denying the power thereof in prison. Oh, yeah, I went to church, to the chapel. And I will honor him with my lips, but my heart was far from it. That was a way that seemed right to me, but what I was doing to end that run would have been destruction. So he, he let me out and let me run another race. But this time, when the timing was right, when the harvest was right, you know, a peach, an orange, an apple, it has to get right before you pluck it, before you pull it off the tree. He waited until I was right, and then he plucked me. And then I got to see, it. I need him. All this other money, again, the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy, the fancy car, I don't need all of that. I don't need no big position. I need income. But look, 
as just a worker, he'll add to me. He, he can even open the door for overtime. And what I'm doing to get overtime is not as big as a regular job. Oh, he got a mighty sweet way. So look what he did. He called me out. I didn't know he was calling me out because, see, he knew where I was, but I wasn't sure where he was. So he made it known unto me where he was and the power that he carried. I wasn't in church. You'll hear me testify this over and over again because I love it. I was not in church. I was home in my bedroom. And I went to the window and was talking up in the air, I thought, in the sky, I thought. But he heard my heart because I wanted to come out of the foolishness that I was in because it wasn't no good. It wasn't heading nowhere good. It wasn't heading into what was going to bless me. It wouldn't give me eternal life. It wouldn't give me a work in the vineyard unto God that I could, when I stand before him, I could say these are they. It, it didn't give me that. I wanted out of there. And it just come to me, you gave everything else a chance, give God a chance. And I decided to give him a chance. And it's the best decision I ever made in my entire life. Now I know him for myself. You can't trick me. Because experience after experience, I'm talking about experience after testimony after, I, I can't doubt it. My dad used to sing a soul that says, if I fail to pray and my soul get lost, it's nobody's fault but mine. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that my Redeemer lived this morning. I'm not telling you what they taught me. I'm not telling you what I might. You know, I, I'm telling you from experience of what I know. God is real. And he loves us. And he made us for his pleasure. Again, this morning, he made the good, the bad, and the ugly. All of it. And if I don't care how ugly your ways is, how ugly of things you done done, if you give God a chance, he'll clean you up. He'll make your life like you've never done anything. People have looked at me and said, oh, no, no. You wasn't no dope lady. Girl, go on with all of that. When that was. <laughs> and when I give them, when I start Speaking the language, they'd be like, oh, yes, she was. Yeah, that ain't, that's just not out there like that now. Yeah. But when you're the candidate sit on the hill and the light shine and they can pop, not you, not your ministry, not the pastor, not the name of the church, but they follow that light, which is Jesus. They follow that light to God. Guess what happens? They're never the same. And this is what I noticed. He saved those that are downtrodden, brokenhearted, weak, wimpy, sad, wounded. That's who he can use. They come out their mom and daddy house went straight to the streets. <laughs> they went to shoot heroin and cocaine. They went to speedballs. Huh? They, they, they done sold drugs. They, they, they done prostituted. They done pimp women. They, they, they done cheated the bank. They done did all kinds of stuff. Guess what? He's right there waiting on them. He was there all the time waiting patiently. 
I always say he was waiting patiently in line. Because he let you got through with all of the foolishness you wanted to get through. Oh, you 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 were still smoking weed when when you found him. But after you found him, he took the very taste, the desire of weed out of your system, out of your mouth, out of your brain. They said this is your brain on drugs. He unscrambled it and gave you parts back that you had lost because he's got all power and he made you and he know all about that body. He know how to perform the operation on the brain without a scalpel. Oh, look at here this morning. I can tell you some most things. He's the one <laughs> that can undo your history of prostitution. They even diagnose you with AIDS. But you came to him just as you was. You was weary, wounded, and sad. He came in, and he healed your body. When you went back to get your tea counts or whatever you get over there, they did some blood work. They couldn't find the traces of aid in there no more. Why? You came to Jesus. He healed you. You came to God, and he healed you. For such a time as this, because he got work for you to do. You don't have to be careful. Somebody drinking behind you, you ain't got to worry about that. As long as you're not going back to fornication, adultery, you don't have to worry about it. He done healed you. And now you want to tell somebody else about his healing power. That's what he's about. He's about that life. He's about talking of his wonders work, making known his deeds among the people so that the people can be blessed, so that miracles can be worked in their lives. Well, when I came to him and I found out, I, I started running. I wanted to tell everybody about him. Because, see, he wished that none should perish, and I do too. I don't want to see nobody go to hell. That's a suffering. Ooh, we. So I want to tell everybody about the goodness of him and what he's done for me and what he will do for you. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. He's no respecter of person. He didn't just wake up one day and say, ooh, I love Barbara and I'm Anything Barbara needs and the best with Barbara I'm going to do and the rest of them, they can just sit down. No, that's not the way he is. If he saved that liar, <laughs> the murderer, the child molester, huh? He saved all these people, even though they say they're homosexual. Now, I know y'all won't agree with me, but do you know some homosexuals that gave their life to Christ? If he can save all these people, is there anything too hard for God? He'll save you. But the key to all of this is faith. You must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Some people get tired of diligence. See, they get tired of seeking God. They just want to go on and have it done the way they want to have it done. They just want to step out in it and it just happens. Now, back to this. Must Jesus bear that cross alone and all the world go free? No, there's a cross for everyone, and I know there's a cross for me. I just got to have a well-made-up mind for God I live or for God I die. I just got to have a well-made-up mind that he will keep me in perfect peace because I'm going to keep my mind on him. I got to have this mentality here. Yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I fear no evil. But thou art with me. Who's with you, Barbara? 
Jesus, who's with you? God is watching. That rod and that staff will comfort. Huh? He'll prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He will anoint my head with oil. Now, after all of this, surely, because I'm enduring over here, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I'm going to dwell in his presence. That's where I want to be. Anything that's not of him, I really don't want none of that. It's not a good thing. It's not a good place to be. It's not a good feel. See, I'm used to peace. I'm used to calmness. I'm used to the blessings of God. I'm used to the miracles of God. I'm used to the favor of God. So anything outside of that, I, I, I can't handle it. I don't want none of that either. Because it's not going to be peaceful. It's not going to be favorable. It's not going to be a blessing. It, uh, miracles won't come to me out of that. If anything, it'll start taking things down instead of lifting me up. I'm an upbeat person. I never been a downer. And God keeps on blessing me over and over and over again. Look, stress tried to grab me. Depression tried to come in. Yeah, all of this and tried. The flesh told me, look over there at him, five years and how tall he is. And you right, and he wants you to, and you right here to my heart. Girl, you. And guess what I said? Sit down. And know that Jehovah is God. Huh? Sit down, flesh. And know that God is God. You got to die. I got to let you die, flesh, so he can continue to live in me. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. All this come about. But when you got a well-made up mind, you got some experiences under your belt, you know that he is. You ain't got to settle for what your flesh or the devil trying to tell you. Get full of the word of God. Get your good prayer life going. Stay in your prayer closet praying for others, not just you and your family and your friends, but pray for strangers, folks you ain't never met. Pray for the saints of God overseas going through. Pray for Israel. Pray for Jerusalem. Oh, it's so much to pray for. Pray for those that are in prison, those that are in every branch of the military. Pray for children. Pray for the leadership of your country. Yeah, it's a lot to pray for. Pray for these people in leadership that own stores. They in business. They own their own business. You got to pray for them and ask them to get a mind to let it be faith-based. And not only faith-based, but faith-walking in God. But we walk by faith and not by sight. We don't know where we're going, but we trust God. I, I, I kind of don't want to know where I'm, I'm going. You know why? I mess it up. I mess it up. Many of us will. Because, see, we, we strong will, and it's my thing, and, and many times we want to do what we want to do. But that's not the way it should be. So we have to stay on the altar asking God to help us and taking self-inventory. We take, we know us. I know me. I know how far to go and, and, and how to back up off it. I let nothing separate me from the love of God. And if I get out here and I get to doing too much that, that's in the flesh, when I know anything, I'm separated. 
because the world feel good to you. What they're doing in the world will feel good to you. I just can't follow the world, they protocol, and the way that they're doing things. That's just not for me. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. I take that back. I'm happy. I can't do what the world do. I don't want to be a carbon copy of what they're doing in the world, but I'm screaming Jesus. I don't want to have a form of godliness in denying the power thereof. I don't want to honor God with my lips and my heart be far from it. I don't want no longer to be uh, there's a way that seemed right to me, but the end thereof is destruction. I don't want no part of that. I want to be sold out to God 100%. I want to be his vessel. I want to be his daughter. And if I'm the daughter of God, I don't carry myself in any every kind of way. Yeah, I gave me a few pounds, ladies. And, you know, when you gain a few pounds and you walk, uh, that boy, uh, uh, LL Cool J said, you're jiggling, baby. Go ahead, baby. Yeah, yeah. I found the slips to put up under the dress that take care of that. Why? I'm the woman of God. I ain't got no business jiggling. I ain't got no business wearing in and every old thing. Yeah. See, because when you learn better, you do better. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things become new. We got to be thinking. This is why if we keep our mind on him, he keeps us in perfect peace. That way you can think of what to do. But if your mind is not peaceful, you're all over everything with anybody. And, uh-uh, I want to know. I want to relax. I want to do the will of him that sent me. I want to please God. Oh, anybody else want to please him this morning? He's worthy to be pleased. He's worthy to be faithful unto. But it's not about the pastor and the preachers and the church and the church members. It's about you and God, your relationship with him. I said you have not because you ask not. And you don't want to ask amiss. You don't want to ask for things that's not according to God's will, what he can't do. Evil is what he won't do and he can't do it. Now that's what I believe. So anything that's not of good, wholesome, clean, holy, he, I don't believe he'll partaker of that. So what we got to do is focus so that we can stay clean before him. And any time we find out we was in error, we did wrong, we sinned against God because we still can sin against him. We run to him and ask for forgiveness. Some things we've done, he just automatically forgave us because he knew the very intent of our heart. But we want to make our calling and election sure by making sure we repent as often as we think about it. I could be driving down the street and it hit me. You said, so, oh, Lord, forgive me. Why? When we repent, when we stand before him, because every word and every deed will show up. If we repented, he done wiped that clean. That won't show up on you. That's why he can call us blameless when we stand before his throne. Boy, look at here today, Lord, I thank you. I thank God this morning that I know him for myself and that I believe and I know that there's nothing too hard for him to do. I just, I was just used to doing some kind of little business, you know. 
And, and the Lord is calling me out of the foolishness because the world has gotten wickeder and wiser. Everything now appears money, 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 money. Nobody really love, nobody, nobody really care. It's all about the Benjamins. So look, I, I got me a little store going, beautiful little store, and it was going to prosper. But guess what? I'm, I'm pulling back on the rain because I want to focus more on Jesus in the morning, Freedom Doors Ministry. Now, that's the honest truth. I tried to make an excuse. Uh-uh. You wants to do more. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for Jesus in the morning and Freedom Doors Ministry. You want to do more for where people come through there who's not saved, who don't believe. At one point, they went to church and they let the people hurt them because they didn't focus on God. They focused on the people and they became a part of evil. Evil attacked them without them even knowing. Yeah. So I want to sit in that place. Yeah. Where if any man come through, he can get in Christ and become a new creature. I can lead him to the Lord. Hallelujah. Sometimes I'm not even here, but the words of God lead others to him. Because that light is shining so that they can see their way to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody ought to get excited. Amen goes right there. Amen goes right there. This is what we need to do in this hour. Hey, we need to come to Jesus. We need to come to God for real. Stop playing out here having a form of godliness. Stop listening to any and every old thing. And I'm going to tell you about me. Highfalutin preachers I can't follow. Mega stuff, I don't, uh-uh. He said, wide is the road that leads to destruction. Narrow is the way to him. Oh, I, I thank God that he gave me wisdom. And I can't be partakers of the foolishness. And I can't be partakers of people who ain't gone through. Mm. All right. Listen, the studio's open. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you this morning. Father, we thank you for your word. For your word is a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. And forever, oh God, thy word, hey, Lord, is settled in heaven. We come before you this morning thanking you for another day. Father, we thank you for our life, health, and strength. We thank you that we know this morning because of you. We have our being. We are alive. We can move. And, Father, we come today asking that you would teach us how to keep our mind on you. Help us, Lord. Teach us how to delight ourselves in you. Teach us to be that candle that sit on the hill that can't be hid, that shine the light to you for those that are lost can find you. Those that don't believe can find you and believe in them finding you. Help us all today to work the vineyard, Father, for the harvest is plenteous and the labors of few. Hey, today, oh God, we ask that you would send more laborers into the vineyard. But Lord, remember the labor that you called and chose us for today. In the name of Jesus, help us, Lord, to gird up the loins of our hearts and minds in you, that we'll be faithful unto you daily, oh God, faithful unto death. You said if we'll be faithful, you would give us a crown of life that would never fade away. And, Lord, we're seeking that crown of life in you. We're seeking that when we get there, you crowned us, Lord, with what belongs 
the jewels that belong in our crown. We're asking this morning, God, that when we get there, you would dress us all with the garment of praise that will never fade away in the name of Jesus. We thank you this day for all you've done. Thank you for what you're doing right now. And Father, we thank you for what you're going to do. Great and mighty things for your people. Fix the hearts of your people. Regulate their minds today in the name of Jesus. Bless their family and friends near and far. Lord, we ask that you would send your spirit through every home here. And Lord, whatever's there that shouldn't be, God, we ask that you would remove it in the name of Jesus. And Lord, help us to see your move. And we not grumble and complain over what you've done. But that God, we lay our lives down for you in the name of Jesus. Help us today. Strengthen us, O oh God, to be your people. Strengthen us to hold up the bloodstained banner. Not our ministry, not our names, but God, the bloodstained banner of where your son Jesus shed his precious blood for all of us. Do it today in the name of Jesus. Make us real in you. Nothing fake about us. Help us not to follow the wrong thing or the wrong people. But that God will keep our eye on you. It's you that will keep us in perfect peace. Hallelujah. We thank you this morning. We can't help but give you glory, honor, and praise. Hey, Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We ask it all again in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we're thankful unto him. For there's none like him. We can search all over, uh, but we won't find nobody. Nobody greater than almighty God. Hallelujah. This is why I listen to certain songs. Because God anointed man to write these things down. And if we're focused, we can be helped. But it all starts with us focusing on what will keep us in perfect peace. Because so many things are going to come our way in this life. Death. Yeah. And most people, when they lose a child, oh, it's bad. That thing gone for years and years. I thank God for covering me. Yeah. When they lose a brother or sister, ooh, and y'all was close. Yeah, that's not, that's not pretty. But the strength of the Lord He's able to see us through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's not a day gone by. I don't think of Louis. Hmm. And some days I, I don't know, I feel like crying. Because I miss him in that morning chat. And I know people say, oh, I don't want to keep hearing about Louis. But Louis, 14 years, was a big part. And everybody I talked to, they said, that Louis loved you. And I know he did. Yeah. But Louis was here faithful unto God. Not necessarily so much Barbara as people thought it was. Louis was faithful unto God and held his place to do what God sent him to do. Right here. In that chat room, I used to call him the main man. <laughs> Brother Louis. Yeah, God is faithful unto us. And see, when it's not a, a, a people, because we back to what God has for you is for you, it's not you. There's sometimes people feel in some kind of way. 
But if something happened, and it may not be death, it may be something else. And I remind the people of you, oh, it'll be a great thing since life's bread, the greatest thing since life's bread. But if it's not them, they, you know, she can ease up on that talking about Louis. Don't talk about Louis so much. Louis was a part of this 14 years. And I'm grateful that God gave us the opportunity. Hallelujah. 14 years worth of Louis. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, uh, uh, Evangelist Marie coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you, honey bunny. How are you? I'm so wonderful, woman of God. I just want to say thank you for your encouragement. But you told me to consecrate for um, three days. I didn't know what. Mm-hmm. I'm not being funny, but I knew about fasting, but I didn't know about the consecration part, right? So I say, God, I'm going to do what you say do. Just help me do it. So I did from 12 to 12, which is a long time, something I'm not used to. Three to five hours, I was used to that. But I tell you, I feel so good in my body. And um, God brought me through a woman of God, and I just thank you for all that you do. And thank you for your encouragement. Amen. Amen. God bless you this morning. God bless you. We thank God because he's able. And let me tell you, when we do what he says do, not only will he, he, he bless us with stuff and things, you know, tangibly, but God will bless us spiritually. And look, I remember the prophet told me to fast for three days, all day. Not 12 to 12, <laughs> all day and all night. And when I got through and I looked, uh, I said to myself, uh, I said, oh, you fine right here. <laughs> I had to lost some weight. And I could see the curves coming in. From, I said, oh, wait a minute, sister friend. Look at you. Because God knows what we need. And he took that weight off. To keep my heart pumping. Y'all hear me? Because the weight was going to cause some problems in my heart. He took the weight off to fix my brain. Because fat was covering. I'm telling you, he, he's that kind of God. During the fasting process, he did operations without a scaffold, without a knife. He's able this morning to heal our body. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, make us feel better. We get more done than we used to do because we're feeling better. We have more energy. God is faithful. Hallelujah. Thankful unto him this morning. Oh, we're grateful. We're grateful unto him. All right. I'm going to close your mic, uh, Evangelist Marie. Is, is there anyone else? Please feel free. I'm going to the next request of the morning. So feel free to press that number one today and come in. Hallelujah.
the Bible says in John 1 and 5 that the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not understand it or overpower it. What does that mean? God is so powerful. It doesn't matter what trial you find yourself in. It doesn't matter how big the mountain is. He's greater. And not, it's not even close. He's, he's, he's so much greater. And, 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 and he has all power. He knows the end from the beginning. So you don't have to be afraid. Actually, you can rejoice before you see your prayer answered. Don't have to wait till the battle's over. I can shout now. I don't have to wait till the battle's over. I can shout now. I don't have to wait till. Come on, sing that with us. I can shout now. Oh Lord. Radio, not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That was Miss Cece Winans and Never Lost this morning. And I just thought I'd share that a little bit because he never lost the battle. And he's for us. He's on our side today in spite of us. We have not again this morning because we ask not. And many times we may ask, but we don't have the patience to wait on God. The big key with him is faith and waiting. Faith and waiting. Yeah, Juanita Bynum said she didn't mind waiting on the Lord. Why? Because when that thing came through, oh boy, it was going to do more than bless. It's going to work some miracles. It was going to open some doors for the family. It was going to pay all the bills. Hey, just had to wait on God to come. Yeah, I remember asking for a car. <laughs> I had to wait. I was driving that 1998 Ford Contour. I called it the Silver Soldier. Don't fool with it. <laughs> Don't fool with that Silver Soldier. And I prayed and I thought I wanted the Honda Element. That's what I really thought I wanted. Because you can open it up. And just shoot soap and the water hosing and the whole car clean. I mean clean. And I thought that's what I wanted because that's what I wanted to do, keep the car clean like that. That wasn't so. The Lord gave me the heart's desire, which was the Toyota RAV4. Yeah. That's what he gave. And it works perfect for me. Yeah, I could carry over-the-counter medicine to low-income clinics and clothes and food if I want to pull right up out front and go in there and whistle to the people. They spread the word and got to the place of where the uh, staff would come out there and what you got? I say, I got a lot of him, but it's for people who are not working. If you get the paycheck, and one of them, he said, I might be getting a paycheck, but it may not be enough to carry me. And if you got some of this stuff out here I need, you need to give me some. And so I stopped letting him. I let them come out and die. Then I would make them bread puddings and banana puddings and take it over there. My doctor was named Wendy Stevens. I haven't heard from Wendy in a very long time. But she was a believer. 
And God put Wendy in my life to bless me. Yeah, and she did. Hallelujah. So look, what he have for you, it is for you. Nobody can take it. And you don't have to be jealous of what other people have. That's for them. And what they went through to get that, you don't want none of that. You don't want to go through that. You want to go through the test and the trials that God has given to you. Because you can bear that, but you can't bear what I've been through. What? Yeah. Ain't gonna bear that. They shooting right there and you standing over there like, you know, like they ain't doing nothing. Everybody else running for the hills. All kind of stuff he'll do. For you. Because it's all about you and not about them. Yeah, but we just don't want to think more of ourselves than we ought to. We we don't want to be bragging and boasting in the wrong places. Yeah, if we brag and boast, it's in Jesus. Hallelujah. It's not in us. Because without him, we can do absolutely nothing. Ain't nothing I can do without him. Couldn't even get up out of bed this morning. Couldn't wake up. How about that? Couldn't even open my eyes without him. And it just feels like opening your eyes is a simple thing. But if he don't open them, you won't open them. Huh? What'd you say, Barbara? If he don't give you the use and activity of limbs, you won't you won't move around. What'd you say? If he don't give you hearing, I don't care what the doctor diagnosed you hearing with, you won't hear a thing. The doctor say you had 20-20 now, but if he don't open your eyes, you won't see nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we're great fun to him. Uh, he's almighty God that have all power. There's no higher power. I thank God for realness this morning. I thank him for being down to earth, plain and simple. And look, I met this young man online. And I don't know, I just took a liking to him and would be telling him stuff and he telling me stuff. And I had no clue he was in Kissimmee. And he's a chef in Kissimmee. And he made these eggs or something. And I told him, I said, look here, I'm going to have to have me a little bit of that. He told me, let me know when you're ready for them. And he's just a good person, laughing, you know, just nice. And so when I was telling him, I looked at yesterday his about, I said he was in Kissimmee, and I didn't even know he lived there. So when I went to tell him, he said, yeah, I know them. They're a power couple in God, my son and my daughter-in-law. And then I told him about Pastor He said, yeah, Miss Nita, keep you laughing. She's funny, isn't she? Yeah. So the next time I go there, I'll be able to see him and fellowship with him. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, because God got something for him. Yeah. And he always celebrating other people and, yeah, all this kind of thing. And that's a wonderful thing. Hallelujah. God is good. Good morning to you, Sister Irene. God bless you this morning. And I thank you so much. I thank you, Irene, all the sock. Hallelujah. Oh, you was a godsend. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning to you, Brother Anthony. Thank God for you this morning. Hope all is well. You're just in the waiting position. That's all. I'm about to see something out of you in a few minutes, Brother Anthony. Boy, look at here, look at here. Ooh, was that 95 South that said it after that? Boy, look at here, look at here. Boy, look at here. Just in a few minutes. Don't worry. Good morning to you, Minister Shonda. I can hear this around you today. I can hear this, uh, Minister Shonda. All right. All right. 
I can hear that. Ooh, it's already all right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's already all right. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning to your sister, Sion. I just like Sion, you know. But good morning to your sister, Sion. God bless you this morning. And I thank God for you. I thought I saw Pastor David, but I didn't. So I was talking to him, thinking he was in here, but he's not. And I just wanted to celebrate him a little bit and thank him so much for what y'all did. Yeah, y'all did me proper. And uh, I'm just beside myself. That's all I can say. What a wonderful gift. What a wonderful gift. God bless you. Good morning to you, Rose Brown. I see you over there. Wicked, wicked, wicked. What's going on over there? Wicked. Uh, yeah, I think you called me too, Wicked. I might have been uh, on the road. Yeah, but I thank God for you this morning. Good morning to you, Sugarfoot, that Dr. Goodman. Good morning. God bless you, honey bunny. Yeah, I hope you're doing well today and everything going well. I speak it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yeah, that dot is on my side, y'all. Been faithful, faithful. Freedom doors and Jesus in the morning and everything else she can be a part of. Yeah, her and Sister Irene, they follow around over there. On Facebook and post stuff, take stuff and this. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. The prayer club, they always saying something, you know, posting something in the prayer club. And that's what we need. We need the prayers of the saints going forward. Yeah, because a lot of people, they don't come to pray for nobody. They come to get prayer. But these women here, they pray over there for the people. And when people, uh, Susan Dot is the administrator of uh, the re uh, request prayer club. Yeah, you can request prayer over there. And I've been seeing more and more prayers coming through over there, Sister Dot. Yeah, people asking for prayer. And I think that's a beautiful thing, beautiful thing. So we pray, you know, for others. And we just pray, period, because now is a praying time. Yeah, you can play with God if you want to, but time out for prayer. Uh-huh. We went to bed one night. We didn't know nothing about what they call coronavirus. Woke up the next day was a serious thing. We could go to bed tonight and wake up tomorrow with all kind of chaos. So it's best we stay in prayer. Hallelujah. Unto Almighty God who have all power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Studio still open. Anybody have something they would like to say, feel free to press that number one and come in this morning and uh, share with us. Yeah, we got time. We got plenty of time. So I'm going to this one right here. And I want to come back now. If no one has, all right, now, Minister Shonda, God bless you this morning. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I am wonderful. Blessed over here. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm so glad that um, you um, said that song, It's All Right, because I really needed to hear that. Amen. Um, evangelist. I really did. Um, I think a lot of times I maybe am the cause of my own trouble okay. and uh, plight. So, you know, I'm not going to put it all on other people. Yeah. However, I, I do know this, even though sometimes I should keep my mouth shut. And I don't, okay. I know that I have over the years um, tried, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I just feel like um, sometimes what I would do for someone ain't reciprocated to me. But I could be wrong. It could just be me whining. And I do know that um, I have put up with a lot of crap from people over the last few years. Okay. And, um, you know, I've had that conversation with my spouse that <clears throat> I'm tired of these folks and I don't want to be bothered with them no more. And I know that may seem mean <clears throat> to people, but God said love your enemies. He didn't say you have to put up with their foolishness and be around them. <laughs> Amen. He, he didn't even seek out to be around. He died for the Pharisees, but he ain't mm-hmm. hanged with them. Mm-hmm. And I just feel um, tired, exhausted. Uh, I had a I had a procedure last week, and I asked the Lord. I said, Lord, just take me home. No, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. I was going to go home. Yeah. Get away from this mess because I can't see no way out of it. Okay. Uh, you know, just stuff like that. And like I said, I don't know if it's every, <clears throat> not other people, but so much me and how I cope with stuff and deal with stuff. But, you know, um, I'm just going to say it. I just have been feeling a lot of hurt. Lately, and I'm, I get hurt maybe easily because sometimes I try for people, evangelists. And um, I'm just going to put it out there. I was on a Bible study with my church, and I was vulnerable and said something. I was vulnerable in an area, and I walked in church about three weeks ago, and my pastor was in Sunday school. He didn't know I was there. Basically, you know, repeating what I said. And he mm. told, asked the people in Sunday school, what do you think about that type of person? Mm. Mm. And uh, that thing hurt me. And I uh, came mm. home and I cried. Mm. And then, like, you know, my husband and I first, I worked hard. The dancers I put up with yelling. Not yelling, but people who are upset over their total lost cause. I don't want to get off and have to deal with strife at my home. And I'm not putting it all at his feet. I promise you I'm not because I got my anger. But I'm like, you know what? I go out. I I am the breadwinner. I do pay most of the bills. Mm. And Mm. I just feel like I don't get the respect I deserve. And I feel like because of him, I have to be around foolishness and his family that I don't even want to be around. Mm-hmm. And I let him know that yesterday. I'm tired of being around these folks that I've been good to, and they just leeches. Mm-hmm. they just ugly towards me, and I don't want to be around them no more. And that may sound uncommon, but that's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. And I didn't go to work this morning. And my husband had a fit about that. I said, did I say anything when you left your job? Why you mm. have a fit? Because I'm not going to work this morning. Mm. 
and I'm tired of Angeles, and mm-hmm. I'm angry, and I'm mad. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I really want God to intervene for me, but I don't even know what to ask for. I don't even mm-hmm. really have peace right now. The thing I really need is peace. Yeah. But I just got so angry that I can't, that I don't think, I know God is working in my life, but I'm so angry it ain't getting through because I just feel like all the angels that I'm, people love me up when I can give them something. Mm-hmm. But when all that money was gone, they treated me like crap. Mm. And I'm like, nah, I ain't putting your bills. You get out and work. You get out and make it. I'm tired of doing for people that don't give a crap about me. Mm-hmm. Just like I had to bust my butt to get some. Get out there and bust Joe's. And that's how I feel. Okay. And pray for me. Because I'm yes. in a down spot. Yes. Now, Minister Shonda, I want to tell you this this morning. You got to make up your mind. For God, I live. For God, I die. I want to be that camera that sit on the hill that can't be hid. I can't replace God with a man. I can't replace God with stuff and things. I can't replace God with church, with nothing. It's got to be me and him. And I got to follow his lead. I can't follow my own. Because of this, if you've given anything else more than you're giving God, it won't work. He's a jealous God. And he said, thou shalt have no other God before me. And I'm looking at some things, Minister Shonda, and you got to make up your mind that it's going to be God all the way. Because replacing him with man, man is never going to treat you right. And it may be some of your fault, but love covers a multitude of sin. If I love you, I don't care what you did wrong. I'm going to stand up and let you know you was wrong. And I might even tell the people she was wrong. But the first one without sin cast the first stone. Because I love you and I can't have nobody uh, banging up on you, ganging up on you. I can't even say nothing myself. But to you, I can tell you, hey, baby, you was wrong. But I'm not going to raise my voice. I'm not going to uh, act bad towards you because I love you. Love is what covers. Yeah. So you just got to make up your mind that you want God and God alone. And once you do that, the Lord is coming in and he will remove what you need, remove it. And you won't even have a desire to be up under nothing but the umbrella of almighty God. I'm telling you what he'll do. Yeah. Because I can see some things and I know uh, it's kind of holding it in some places. But God is able to see you through. And we're going to pray the prayer of faith. Intercessors, I need y'all to touch and agree with me. We're going to pray for the preacher this morning because I don't care what y'all hear. This is the woman of God. Oh, yes, it is. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we bring your servant, we bring your daughter, Shonda, before you this morning. And Father, we ask today that God, you would ease a pain, that you would bring peace. Father, bring healing, bring joy to her. Lord, you know what she really needs. 
and you supply need according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. We're asking this morning that, Father, you would move on her behalf, fix her heart, regulate her mind this day, and let her know she is loved. It may not be the love of the people that she feels should love her, but, God, we love her this morning, and you know we do. And, Lord, we know that you love her. And, God, I ask today that you would shower her with your love and the people that surround her, God, that has even said stuff about her. God, we ask that you would have them to come forward and ask for her forgiveness and that they would forgive her and that, God, it would move on in Jesus' name. Help today. You know what she needs, Lord. You know what she needs spiritually, physically, mentally. Do it for her. This day, November the 20th, 2023, in Jesus' name. Bless the family, God. You know what they need. You know what the church family needs. Move today for these your people. In Jesus' name, we ask it all again. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank, Thank you, you for praying for me. Yes, yes, anytime. You know, anytime. Yeah. And it's all right. It's all right today in Jesus' name. And God understand. I'm telling you the truth. He know the very intent of your heart. And he know that you're tired and he know, you know, how you're feeling. And he, he's able to fix that thing. I'm trusting him to do it today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Is there anyone else have something um, they would like to say this morning? Feel free to press that number one and come in. Um, if not, we are going to uh, our last song of the morning. And uh, well, we'll pray. We'll pray, and then we're going to our last song of the morning. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Father God, we thank you for all that has been said and done. We thank you for this is your day. We thank you for Evangelist Marie coming through with a quick testimony today, oh God. We give you glory for your word and honor. And Lord, I know many want to know where that scripture at, why she give the chapter in the verse. Because if the word is in us, and if your spirit is in us, hallelujah, we know your word. Help us today, God, to receive from you and not from man in the name of Jesus. Bless our going out today. Bless our coming in. Meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. Help us to give up to you today, God. Help us to give our hearts and minds and bodies unto you this day. That, God, you can use us. That even that we'll be a blessing unto our own selves. Help us today, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We stand in the need of you. And, Father, without you, we can do nothing. So we need you to move through us. And, Lord, help us to get things done today in the precious name of Jesus. We thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor and praise. And, Father, again, we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. I love you, Minister Shonda. God bless you. You got my number. Call me anytime. Call me anytime. If you need me to do something, let me know. Yeah, and it's already all right today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality 
God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today. November the twenty November the twentieth, two thousand and twenty-three, in Jesus' name. So we're going out with this one right here.